Hi there. Tensions have flared up in the South China Sea following a clash between the Chinese Coast Guard and a Philippines resupply mission. So how is Beijing reacting to this? I'm Aaron Young. Let's find out. Now from our headquarters at Ticker Park, this is Ticker Today. All right, so China's top diplomat Wang Yi has urged the Philippines to work with Beijing to try resolve renewed tensions over a clash between the China Coast Guard and a Philippines resupply mission. Taking place in the South China Sea, the clash saw the Chinese vessel fire water cannons at the Philippines ship carrying military supplies. Now, Wang, who recently replaced Qin Guang as the foreign minister in an unusual circumstance, has tried to downplay the situation, but he is also suggested that black hands in the U.S. were trying to undermine regional stability and security. To talk to us more about the situation, let's bring in Ticker's correspondent, Adam Hancock, who is in Singapore. It is interesting, whenever China has a flare-up in tensions with another nation, it's always Beijing saying the other nation needs to learn to work with it. Yes, yes, you are absolutely spot on there, Aaron. It's uh, it's a common theme of these kind of situations, uh, particularly at the moment. And if you're looking at this from a purely outside point of view, you would say, well, what really do the Philippines have to apologise for? They, you know, they technically, although China would dispute this, but technically where this um, World War II ship is grounded in the South China Sea, it's within their exclusive economic zone, as it's called. Uh, it's basically a ship that no longer works. It's just been beached on the shoal. And the Philippines are sort of using it as a little bit of like a military outpost. So there's a few soldiers on there, um, but every now and again, they need supplies like water and food bringing to them. And this um, ship was just making its way towards this outpost, delivering it when it got attacked by a water cannon. So from the Filipino point of view, um, I mean, there's been a lot of back and forth about what exactly the Philippines promised in terms of removing the ship, China saying that they promised to get rid of it, the Philippines coming back and saying, no, we didn't. Um, but from their point of view, it's been there for a while. These soldiers have been on, on board for a while and they're just resupplying it and, and were basically attacked. And I think when you hear this story and you hear water cannon, it doesn't actually sound that threatening, really. You know, it can kind of reminds you of a garden hose or something. But these things are very dangerous. And, you know, if, if, it, if it hit someone, if it hit a person, it could cause really severe injury. So it's actually more of a story than it probably first appears. But yeah, as for China, well, it's the Philippines fault and, and they need to come to the table to defuse tensions. You mentioned um, just how significant these injuries could be. Do we know if there were any injuries during this clash? There were no reports at the moment of, of any particular injuries um, coming coming from this incident. So, and I think that probably will help with things not escalating too far out of control. And it was, we're led to believe it was a Chinese Coast Guard vessel uh, where the water cannon was coming from. And again, you have to question why uh, Chinese Coast Guard vessels are, you know, patrolling in this manner. Uh, there's also these interesting smaller little ships that for a long time, uh, analysts in the region have believed that they belong to Beijing and they're effectively part of a military force patrolling the seas. But something China rose denied, and there's certainly not been a lot of evidence. But in the video footage, that some of these smaller boats are actually captured. And there is kind of a sense that this is the first time that they've been caught on video, getting involved, engaging in conflicts in the South China Sea. So, And it's not the first time we've seen this already this year. We had earlier uh, the laser incidents from a Chinese Coast Guard ship. Um, so it's particularly at the moment, China and the Philippines, I mean, lots of different countries have different stakes in the South China Sea, but the flare up seems to be coming mm. between China and the Philippines. 
And that could well be because the Philippines are getting closer with the United States. Which is a very good point. Uh, I was about to ask, why is this territory under dispute? Because it feels like this ongoing rift over the South China Sea has been happening for quite some time. Is this so much, do you think, about the territory that is under dispute or essentially a sign from Beijing, do not get too close to Washington? I think it's a little bit of both, in all honesty. China is very passionate about the South China Sea. They, they pretty much claim the entirety of it as their own territory. But, it, you know, plenty of countries, I think it's something like seven or eight, claim these special economic zones. And why it's so important is it's very resource rich. It's also a crucial strategic route for, for shipping, for access to East Asia and Southeast Asia. So China having control of it, which they're trying to by building up military bases around it, um, getting more and more aggressive as their navy expands uh, is, is something very important uh, to Beijing. But as you mentioned, uh, the Philippines, who originally under the original uh, previous regime, uh, they were a lot more aligned with Beijing. They've now switched under President Marcos Jr. to be more closely aligned with the United States. There's been a lot of visits from people like the Defence Secretary, Lloyd Austin. Uh, they signed uh, a defence agreement earlier this year, basically the United States pledging mm. to, to protect any Philippines vessels that come under attack. So I think what uh, Beijing knows all too well about close links between countries in this part of the world and the United States. And it probably is a little bit of a reminder to say, you know, be careful, don't go too far with them. We're watching you and we're aware of what you're doing. Yeah, interesting to see the statement from China's foreign minister. I'll just read part of it here. Uh, he says, China's repeatedly expressed its willingness to resolve differences with the Philippines through bilateral dialogues, hoping that the Philippine side uh, would abide by the consensus reached in the past and cherish the mutual trust accumulated through the improvement of bilateral relations. You could swap the word Philippines with India, Australia, Japan, South Korea, the United States. Uh, this is a very similar path that they take with all countries, which is this idea of mutual dialogue, as in, let's keep talking, let's not react on the world stage. Yeah, yeah, it's a common theme, it's a common statement. As you said, it's kind of a little bit rinse and repeat. And it's often a situation where there has been some kind of clash or flare up, China, effectively exerting a bit of their authority and then they come out and say well let's try and calm things down and and talk about it but one thing to know actually about the the new well the the former and now returned uh chinese foreign minister wang yi he's only made a couple of trips overseas since he took up the post and one of them was just in the last few days he actually came to southeast asia uh visiting here in singapore he went to malaysia and he also went to cambodia as well now he uh, china have good relations with all of those countries and it's you know it's a fairly easy visit for him to make both geographically and also in terms of relations you wouldn't expect too many surprises but i think as well at the time that we're seeing renewed tensions between the Philippines and China, it's kind of China's way of making a statement to say, we still have very good relations in Southeast Asia. We still have a lot of support. And granted, a lot of the countries in this region who are part of the ASEAN alliance, they kind of stay out of these disputes a little bit. The, the idea is that really any disputes over the South China Sea are to be decided between the countries involved. They're not going to get involved. But countries like Singapore, for example, could try and get both sides around the table and put together some kind of peace talk. So I think it was interesting that, that the Chinese foreign minister has made those comments and also he's come to this region because I think that's a little bit of a tell that they're keen to promote their Southeast Asia ties.
We are just showing some pictures at the moment of uh, the leader of China, of course. Uh, and when we look at the disputes that happen around the world, we may see the foreign minister. But is this really all just coming from Xi Jinping? Yes, absolutely. I mean, the, the, the way the China government works, the way the system works there, it's very top down, you know. President Xi will be heavily involved in plenty of decision making. He has the strategy. He's the man with all the power. He has the unprecedented level of power uh, that no previous presidents have had. So really, you can't imagine that any kind of big international incident won't have passed through his desk at some stage. He won't have had some kind of say in what China's response will yeah. be. And he won't have some kind of strategy for what China's grand plan will be as well. And just the referral to America as part of this, talking about black hands in the United States getting involved, what do you think they mean by that? Uh, I think they're, they're referring really to the United States' continued presence in the Asia-Pacific region, their work in this region, their number of visits. They're trying to build strategic military alliances. They're trying to basically persuade countries that when the I don't want to say inevitable, but when some potential conflict happens between the United States and China, that the US will have their support and they will be there for them as well. That's kind of the US strategy in this region, really. Although officially they talk about the fact that, you know, they're trying to maintain mm -hmm. peace and stability. They are, they are also building alliances and China knows that. And China, you know, sees this region as kind of its own backyard effectively and sees the United States doing deals. So I think that's what they mean. They're referring to yeah. the work that's going well, on we'll almost behind that, the scenes, uh, really. Probably makes sense. Adam, we'll leave it there for now. Thank you so much. Thanks, Aaron. And that is the program for now. For more, you can head to tickernews.co. See you soon.